from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. We made it to a Friday, July 17th. Father Andrew Winshittle coming up here very soon. Our, our, our Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor going to talk about Sunday's gospel this morning. At 7.45, Sol Tadier is going to be on. Uh, she is the uh, National Catholic Register's Europe correspondent, originally from France, currently based in Rome. We're going to talk about St. Jose Maria Escriva today, a saint for our times. What do I mean by our times? Well, I, I think he's the patron saint of the ordinary, and we're going to talk about just why that is. Now, you may say, John... We're not in ordinary times here right now. We may be in ordinary time, but we're not in ordinary times. Look at the world around us, and I get it. But I think most people feel they're an ordinary people. And I think especially when it comes to the faith, most people don't think, well, I... I not a saint like St. Therese of Lisieux. I'm no Mother Teresa. Uh, you know, I, I can't levitate like St. Padre Pio, so how am I to be holy? Well, uh, she's got a great piece uh, that was published in the National Catholic Register on uh, St. Jose Maria Escriva on the ordinary and how it is that we can take up uh, this mission as well, his mission. So we'll have Sol Tadier coming up at about 7.45 today. I'm going to leave some good time for her because I really want to get into this piece. I really liked it. Uh, I think it's one for every single Catholic, and I'm going to point you to it so you read it as well. Mark Amadale with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selbel. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to the show. No Deacon Tony this morning, still out on vacation. Let's offer our day to Almighty God as we pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Friday. It's hard to believe we're at the end of the uh, the week. How are you doing? I don't know, man. I feel like these weeks just keep getting faster and faster for some reason. I might be the only one, though. Mm. Yeah, you might be. Uh, that that is quite true. But uh, yeah, plans for this weekend? It's supposed to be a very warm, hot, and humid weekend beginning today, and especially tomorrow. You know, I, I think the kids are going to go out in the sprinkler, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, mom and dad will be following them too. Oh I'm yeah, guessing, we sit on the mean... deck, and then they have their fun. They water the they water yeah. the, um, uh, the 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 flowers for us, so that's good. I see. Well, that, you got probably the best flowers in town if yep. they're uh, being watered almost they daily. They love that. Sure. They love that. <laughs> hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Mm-hmm. Feels like temperatures today around 100, tomorrow Ooh. 105 to 110. Now they've 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 cooked it up. They've released the oven. A maximum capacity. Goodness, no wind either. <laughs> I mean, are we going to get a little breeze or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, 10, 20 mile an hour wind today, and I think tomorrow I heard the same. They don't usually give the wind until the day of, but I heard that Saturday we'll have a little bit of breeze. So okay. it'll be blowing that warm air around at least. All right. All right. We'll see what we can do. Try to stay try <laughs> there, to stay inside if you, you can, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, John, if you're out bike riding, I know you try to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, just don't let the tires melt. If you stop too long, the tires might melt to the pavement. Just a little heads up. Uh, I don't stop. Once I get going, I keep going because if I stop, then it's <laughs> over. It's done. boy. boy. Yeah. boy. So, hey, I didn't meet anybody new last night that knew you when I was at the ball game. I, oh, okay. I was in a different town last night. Nobody, I just kind of got in, did my thing, and got out. So, go. I had no, no new updates. Still, yeah. So, getting those umpires. I was at the, um, I was at my my son's <laughs> ball game last night. So that was that was fun. It was a little nicer than the other day when it was very hot. But uh, yeah, in the Urbandale Little sure. League, they're they're still playing out there and having some fun. Remember those days? Are you? Are you uh, helping out? Do you tell them that you have a little? Uh, you, you're a veteran umpire. You used to be a baseball umpire back in one day and uh, one year. <laughs> you know, and, I coach. Uh, didn't go very well for a lot of people. But I, uh, what are you doing now? I coach, but I, I didn't coach this summer because I didn't know if you know when, during the time of uh, the coronavirus when everything was canceling, everyone mm-hmm. was moving to the summer. So because you know we didn't know how long this all was gonna was gonna take place, and so I thought, well, I'm not gonna be able to coach this year because I'll be traveling all summer. But then they moved to the fall and the spring, so uh, I, I'm sitting in the stands this time around, and I'm kind of enjoying it. I'll go back to coaching, but I'm kind of enjoying just sitting in mm-hmm. the stands and, and cheering on Joseph. Good for you, well, and uh, supporting those young people out there. That's that's what they want to hear. Yeah, so. it's a fun. For you. It's a fun league. It's a lot of fun. You know, I remember playing my my. Uh, uh, little league, and it was just a good time. It was good until the uncles started coming, and they got really competitive. I just remember some of those days in, in my playing days. Uh, Man, that, that's my, my mom. And he, he, yeah, he, he thought he was down at Principal Park, or back then it was Sec Taylor Stadium, and uh, yelling at the ball players. So yeah. that that kind of went over the edge, but it was all in good fun, I think. Back my, my mom thinks Joseph's ago, trying out for the, uh, uh, for Major League <laughs> Baseball. You know, every time he's up to bat, so she's she's, she's you never know. Those... There's a scout in the stands. They're, oh, they yeah. all think there's scouts in the stands, uh, John. You know that she might be one of them because uh, she's she's one of those that you, you hear. She she loves it. <laughs> no, you hear because yeah. you remember the voice. That's true. <laughs> Love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. Very warm and hot day. Hydrate, folks. If you're going to be outside and limit your out, outdoor exposure today from the uh, WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One studio. We have mostly clear skies, although there are areas of patchy fog around central Iowa. 70 degrees right now, a southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. That humidity up there at 93%, and it's not even uh, 730 yet, and we're very warm. Today it'll be partly sunny, hot and humid. The heat index will be up uh, near 100 degrees today with a high of 90 degrees. South winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And there's a chance of some pop-up storms, mainly north of the metro area th- uh, throughout the afternoon and evening. Tonight will be partly cloudy. Overnight low of 75 degrees. And tomorrow, our hottest day of maybe the year. Hot and humid. A heat advisory from 1 o'clock until 8 p.m. Uh, on Saturday. A high of 95 degrees. That heat index climbing to 105 to 110 degrees. Ouch. And on Sunday, a little bit cooler, partly cloudy, warm and humid, a high of 90. And then Monday begins our chances of rain. Monday through Thursday next week, chance of rain almost each day, highs in just the mid-80s. Well, in the news, on this Friday morning, well, more severe weather rolled across central Iowa this past week, bringing large hail and high winds. 
that damaged countless vehicles and homes. Now, a spokesperson for the Better Business Bureau is warning homeowners about storm chasers who try to take advantage of those who have been impacted by natural disasters. Now, the BBB spokesperson says resist, quote, high-pressure sales tactics if you have storm damage. And it's a good idea to get three estimates for comparison. The BBB encourages you to contact your insurance company, ask about your policy coverage and specific filing requirements. Also, be aware of door-to-door sales pitches. The BBB recommends that you do research online at BBB.org to find a company that is reputable before you sign anything. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And reminder, the Dowling baseball and softball teams concluded their season. Baseball team finished with a record of 16-2. and The Dowling softball team finished with a record of 8-10. and as both were knocked out due to the COVID-19 test testing positive as uh, their seasons have come to an end. And I want to thank Joe Stacy for broadcasting all the Dowling baseball and softball games this year here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies. There are some areas of patchy fog around central Iowa. 70 degrees right now with a southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93%. And today it will be hot and humid, partly sunny skies, a high of 90 degrees with a south wind at 10 to 20 miles per hour and uh, feels like temperature right at 100 degrees today, there is a chance some pop-up storms, mainly north of the metro area. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio news and sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No problems to pass along as we get traffic started off this morning. Uh, things are looking good for that drive. No uh, delays to pass along on 235 as uh, you make that drive in. Coming in from the West Mixer into uh, downtown and East Mixer. Both running about seven minutes there. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will... Execute your project professionally and efficiently online at pdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchettel now, Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor. Good morning, Father. Right. A second week in a row here, Jesus is talking about the kingdom for this Sunday's gospel, Matthew 13, 24 to 43. Correct. Yeah, he's continuing to use uh, parables, uh, so adding another layer uh, to his teaching, if you will, this, this imagery and much of it... Uh, for those of us, especially in this part of the country, is agricultural, um, using the idea of seeds and uh, that uh, good seed is sown. Uh, but the reality of it too is that uh, there is um, there is also some that is poisonous. Uh, another uh, word that's used here, as opposed to weeds, is darnell, hmm. uh, and it was indeed uh, poisonous. And, and early on in its development, it would look a lot like wheat. And uh, so they just, um, they would have to wait, basically. Uh, it is just very much in the story uh, that they would wait till the very end and uh, let it all grow up together and then say, separate it. Um, and this speaks to, again, that reality of, of the kingdom of heaven, that, uh, 
that uh, unfortunately there is evil in the world, uh, and God permits that, um, and for, for a couple of reasons, at least one of which is uh, to give that evil uh, uh, an opportunity to repent and it turn back around, consider how lenient and, and merciful he is in that regard. Yeah, I mean, is is that the reason, the main reason here? Because, you know, I, I think they, they bring up a good point to the Lord. Lord, I mean, just get rid of the bad stuff, and we can, you know, have the good stuff that continues to grow. Because they, they go they circle back around on this a couple times. I mean, what, why are you allowing the bad? And I think sometimes we look in the world today and say, well, Lord, why do you allow the bad stuff to happen? And yet there's, you know, there's still some good, but, you know, the, the bad can choke off the good. What What's the deal? Exactly. This is a, a perennial um, question of, 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 of about Christianity: is is why does a good and loving God uh, allow such evil? Uh, and, and that's that reason is is a cousin uh, a chance to uh, to repent and to turn back around. Uh, and it's in no way um, a, a means to necessarily punish the good people. It's it's uh, to have that uh, reconciliation. Uh, if you will, that's sin, and that's exactly why he got up on the cross and died Yeah, uh, for us. Yeah, I like how you said, it, still, even the wheat among us, and, you know, we, we, and I've said this before, we give the Pharisees a pretty bad time in sacred scripture, and oftentimes they pit themselves against our Lord, but yet the Lord still loved them. The Lord still wanted their conversion. The Lord still died for them. The Lord created them out of out of pure love. And I think the same for the wheat that he's talking about here that's growing in the earth today, that the Lord, he, he loves us so much that he wants it to turn around. And, uh, you know, as you said at the beginning of this, he's still giving us the opportunity for conversion. And I think we can far too easily, Father, I don't know about you, but I think we can far too easily put ourselves in the good camp here instead of maybe even seeing ourselves as the wheat or looking for those areas in our own life that uh, we do need to weed out uh, because the wheat is growing uh, thick. Exactly, and that's why the sacrament of reconciliation is so helpful, is mainly our Lord instituted it is a sacrament, uh, but it's for our own good. It's not to, to kind of rub our face and, and look what you did as a sinner. Uh, no, it's, it's uh, that opportunity again to, uh, just as you said, pull the weeds of our sins, uh, and preferably not just them, but get to the root of it, um, so that we become better people, better Christians, and really experience God's, uh, a couple of key words for this weekend, I think, two are, are mercy and justice, how much those go together, hmm. that God's justice is His mercy toward us as sinners. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Father Andrew Winchell, would you give us your blessing this morning? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew, talk to you soon. Take care. God bless. All right. Uh, coming up, friends, we are going to have uh, Son Tadier on. She is the National Catholic Register's Europe correspondent, originally from France and uh, currently based in Rome. And she wrote a really nice article. I sent over to Kara. I said, we got to get her on because I think this is perfect timing. Uh, St. Jose Maria Escriva, a saint of the ordinary. And again, you're saying, John, I, this is anything but ordinary times. And yes, I, I get it. But at the same time, I think most of us see ourselves as an ordinary people, especially when it comes to our Catholic faith. And why that's not a bad thing. Solon Tadier coming up at about 745 when we come back. Engaging online, five tips from St. Benedict to be able to teach us how to do so charitably.
Don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's a Friday. And thank you to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. 963-4494, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs. He's just at my mom's house the other day. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio and your friendship. 30 years in business, residential re-roofs, 963-4494, 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. for being a part of the show today. It is Friday, my friends. Plans for the weekend? Hopefully. Maybe you got something going on for us. Uh, just kind of keeping it boring. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Uh, thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually does. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time, goldenrulephc.com. That is goldenrulephc.com. Engaging online. These days, social media platforms, boy, they are through the roof of engagement. 
Uh, I'm sure maybe you spent, if you are a social media person, maybe you spent a little bit more time on social media than you uh, ever have over the last four months. And in a lot of ways, you know, of course, social media is not bad. It's it's a good thing. They can certainly turn into a not so good thing, but it's it's a good thing. And I like it for the news, uh, staying in touch with some good friends of mine and people that I enjoy uh, seeing what's happening in their lives. But I think, as most of us know, it can get toxic rather quickly. And uh, that's the that's the hard part when it comes to social media. Maybe you've had those days, too, where you close out and you think, I don't know if I'm ever going to get back on. And then about two and a half minutes later, you're back on. But I think you get the point. It can grow pretty toxic, and especially in the times we live in today. Because social media, it offers a, a microphone to everyone. You know, that that's that's what it is. It's Everyone gets their say, and some people... Uh, disagree. Some people, uh, putting it lightly, uh, some people don't agree on on everything, especially politically. And so, when that happens, sometimes feuds can begin. But I, I just don't think that's probably the healthiest thing in the world. I don't know about you. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big fan of engaging in that, and I don't on a regular basis. Uh, I I just don't think, you know, I think if I'm going to disagree with someone, I try to bring it to them uh, in person rather than (laughs) rather than uh, not in person. But here's some um, Elizabeth Elizabeth Scalia. She put together a a blog post last week, and I thought this was really good and I think really important for us to be able to um, to be able to learn and uh, from and uh, and to really kind of take on in our lives. And it's basically five Tips from St. Benedict for engaging online. And of course, St. Benedict was who we celebrated last Saturday. This broke last Friday. Number one, I think this is the obvious one. Listen. It's the first word of Benedict's prologue, and in many ways, the single word encompasses the entirety of Benedictine spirituality, Elizabeth says. To listen with an intentional ear means to pick up something beyond the noise something contained in the small, still voice that pronounces wisdom. To hear without listening opens us up to flawed interpretation, hasty judgment, and too often the resounding echo of our own thoughts resounding back upon us, having never been absorbed by those to whom we have not first listened. I think this can happen sometimes. Projection. We argue against something that we perceive the other person saying rather than really take the time to listening to where they're coming from. And I I think, you know, this can become uh, cliche, I get it, where people say, well, you you don't hear me, or you're not listening to me. You're not listening to what I'm saying. But I think it's also true in a lot of ways. And I think when we put ourselves, not in a spirit of contention right away, but in in a spirit of, of listening to someone and really seeing where they're coming from, and maybe even asking some questions along the way. I think that's key, really. You know, when I'm discussing something with someone and someone has a differing viewpoint than I, I do, uh, I almost kind of, you know, bring out the radio show. <laughs> I, I, like to, I like to ask questions. And, um, and that's one thing that I, I do because I want to really understand where someone's coming from on this. Now, I've, I haven't always been like this, and there's still times where I catch myself not being like that. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I think that's so important for us. And this isn't just online, but just in general and during these times. Listening first to someone else, asking them questions, 
about what it is that maybe uh, you know they're, they're saying. So you can really understand what it is and the viewpoint that they're coming from. Number two, receive everyone as Christ. This is probably the most challenging. I think most of us would agree with this because we're taught in our culture today, you know, in our culture today, we, we, we learn that if you disagree with me, you're the enemy. You know, you, you, you are someone I, I am going to pit myself up against. And I just don't think it does. It has to be like that. We have to see everyone as Christ, everyone, no matter who you are, no matter if you know the person or not, you receive them as Jesus. You know, again, this is challenging. Elizabeth says it's challenging because it means engaging the other with the honor we would give to Christ. Another way to think of it is acknowledging the God-createdness of God's or God's spark within each of us and treating it with respect. Doing so immediately calls, Elizabeth says, forth a recognition that whomever we are talking to is in no way lesser than ourselves, but equal in God. Again, that can be difficult. I get it. But this is what and how it is we have to operate as Catholics in the world today. I know you may say, well, no one else is doing it. Everyone else has you know, got, got their viewpoints and they're, they're shutting everyone down. And I'm not talking about everyone else. This is for us, all of us. Listen, I'm reading this and, and read this. The other day, for myself first, as most things when I'm preparing, not just for the show, for myself, because I need this reminder on a regular basis. Number three, be a bit humble. In chapter seven of the rule, Elizabeth Scalia says, St. Benedict writes extensively on humility, citing a ladder comprised of 12 particular steps. Each one necessitates a lifelong practice. But for our purpose, perhaps numbers 5, 7, and 11 are most relevant. Number 5 tells us to willingly confess our wickedness. On social media, that could play out as being willing to admit when we have made a mistake or misunderstood or apologizing even days later, most particularly if our error has cost someone something. Number 7 instructs us to believe we are the least gifted Rather than the most, it is a surprisingly freeing practice if we dare to try it, Elizabeth says. It means we need less of everything, including praise, notice, or shallow push-button likes of the rest of the world. We find ourselves no longer needing to interject and pronounce on all things at all times. Number seven in the rule of St. Benedict. I think that's so true and so good for all of us to hear consider ourselves the least gifted of them all. Hmm. And finally, well, I, I do want to say this because that doesn't mean we just stay quiet. Okay. And, and I have that in my notes here. It, that does not mean that we, we just stay completely quiet and, you know, just kind of move along. No, because number 11 advises that when we do speak up and There are times, many times, that merit that. We do it gently, succinctly, and without raising our voices. I think in social media terms, that means all caps. Or like, you know, 24 exclamation points. You see that too sometimes. But that doesn't mean you necessarily stay quiet in this. I think there are times when we have to speak up, especially as Catholics. Number four, laugh. Hmm. 
laughter or the absence of it is actually discussed within the ladder of humility in St. Benedict, uh, in his writings, in rule. And the saint warns us to guard against it. This does not mean we are not to enjoy each other or find humor in things, but that we are not to use humor at the expense of another to debase or dismiss. So we laugh not at the person, as we know, or the situation. Laugh should be of good humor, because I think it can turn into mockery real quick. Would you mock our Lord? This is the question that I wrote down for a reflection for myself. Would you mock our Lord? No. No. Well, then, what about the other? Finally, number five, run the way of the Lord. Returning to the invaluable prologue of the rule, we find St. Benedict referencing the Psalms, which Benedictines pray daily. He writes, quote, As we progress in this way of life and in faith, we shall run on the path of God's commandments, our hearts overflowing with the inexpressible delight of love. What does that say to me? Stick with the church. God's church in this, in all arguments and all disagreements and all of it, not our opinions. We stick with the church and that's who I am and what I want to be. So there's some, some rules there for you from St. Benedict and engaging people online, but I think it's good just in general, general practice, engaging people anywhere. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Scalia put together a great piece for Word on Fire blog. All right, coming up in the second half hour, friends, Son Tadier is going to be on, a National Catholic Register, Europe's correspondent, and uh, originally from France, but now residing in Rome. Why St. Jose Maria Escriva is called the saint of the ordinary and how it is that we can be saints of the ordinary as well. We're going to talk all about St. Jose Maria Escriva in the second half hour coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. Friday, July 17th. Thank you, friends, for being a part of the show. And thank you to... Oh, I said golden rule already, didn't I? have them on here twice for some reason. Blessman International for underwriting the show. Thank you to Blessman International. Appreciate you and all you continue to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. BlessmanInternational.org. Now, they've got on their website a lot of different initiatives that they're taking up, including all the farming initiatives that I think are fascinating. But I think the main thing right now that they're trying to do it's for all the families there in the Mpopo, South Africa. It's just to get them that meal a day that they were providing before. 12,000 meals during a given week. And that was increasing until this hit. And they've had to get creative and get in those ways to be able to get that food out to those that they serve. They've partnered with us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you. Blessman International. BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry, how he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions but only the priests could lawfully eat? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent? I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord 
The Sabbath for Christians is Sunday, a day granted by God for physical and spiritual rest and to honor Him by celebrating Mass. It isn't an excuse for us to complete the tasks that we weren't able to complete throughout the preceding week, nor to get ahead of on those of the following week. We can't give what we don't have, so without giving God His due on the Sabbath and receiving Him in His Word in the Eucharist, those tasks are worthless. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. Soltanier coming up, talking about Saint Jose Maria Scriva today, a saint of the ordinary, a saint of our times. Why his mission, I think, was pretty prophetic in his day. So we'll have him or her talking about him coming up here soon. All right, no Deacon Tony this morning, still out on vacation. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Yes, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Friday to you as we move into the weekend. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Are you got, do you have reservations for a Splash Mountain? Uh, today and tomorrow will be a good day to make an appointment. I'll tell you what, it's going to be hot. I think you said, what, 100 today, 105, 110 tomorrow? Goodness gracious. That's correct, yeah. Man. It keeps going up. It's going to be very warm and muggy and hot. And uh, we're going to have a little bit of wind. That'll help a little bit today. I think tomorrow we will too. But, uh, yeah, you want to hydrate and limit your time outside. That's the key. That's the name of it all right there. Yeah, so no twenty mile uh, bike rides for you today, John. Yeah, you might I'm not doing uh, that. come back with uh, you might be stranded with melted tires yeah. the way this is going. That's that's about right. Sounds yesterday <laughs> was a good day though. It was kinda of, as you said, the perfect ten out there. Yep. Yes it was. And uh it was it was awesome. We enjoy we need more uh, days and evenings like that. But uh this is a uh, this is sweet corn weather. This is really where it uh, grows a lot. This, how many? This is, this is what I like. How yeah. much sweet corn do you think you put away already? I'll have to tell you off air because <laughs> it, 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 it's at the, the embarrassing level. Is, is that what you're saying? It, We've reached it that is, level, John. I, I I'm, I'm blushing right now, but there's <laughs> been a lot, and there's more to come. I know that. That's and okay. I'm with you. Are. There you, are ten. You know where the sweet corn are. stands, and I've given friends and family uh, notice. 
don't get there before. Uh, if you get there after 10, uh, there may not be much left. Yeah. Uh, we're stockpiling. You know how people stockpile oh, firewood yeah. during the winter? we got the sweet corn area here. Now, can you freeze it? I believe you can. Uh, we've done it, but it doesn't taste the same yeah. after you. I mean, we've had it in the winter because we froze it, but nothing like fresh sweet corn no. that's growing in this hot weather. I just love it. I mm. can't imagine it even lasts long enough to make it to the freezer and the Amadeo household, so I, I don't know. Well, we've had to borrow freezers to store it, and uh, that, <laughs> that wasn't good. The power bill went up a little bit, so that didn't... That, that Making me hungry. The window. Yeah. Yep, John, sweet corn and fish fries. You Sign me up. That's where you are. Me at. That's yep, where... Just, that's... Let, let, just, just assign me. That's the Hall of Famer right there, Mark Amadeo. <laughs> well, listen, everybody be cool out there today. Stay cool, stay mm-hmm. hydrated, limit your time outside. It's going to be very hot today and extremely hot tomorrow. This is almost like desert weather. And, John, you're down in the Arizona and Vegas and that area on your travels. And, you know, we, we, they have sand for their backyard. Yeah. We have grass we're trying to grow. And this is just extreme heat. It's dry, uh, you know, when you make it over there. So it's not as, you know, the humidity isn't uh, there like it is here. But um, it's you feel it. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to feel here this weekend. So stay safe and look forward to talking to you on Monday. All right, my friend. Have a good weekend. All right, you as well. Right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk, a meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Mostly clear skies, 70 degrees. There is some patchy fog around central Iowa this morning, so you will see you may see pockets of that if you're out and about. Southeast wind at 7 miles per hour, and humidity right now at 93%, and that's just a prelude for today. Partly sunny, hot and humid here in central Iowa today, a high of 90 degrees. Uh, south winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. That feels like temperature will be up at 100 degrees uh, later this afternoon. There is a chance of some pop-up storms to the north of Des Moines. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 75 degrees, and tomorrow, our hottest day of the year thus far. Hot and humid, a heat advisory from 1 o'clock until 8 p.m. tomorrow afternoon and evening, a high of 95 degrees. The heat index, 105 to 110 degrees. So hydrate and stay cool. Sunday, partly cloudy, a little bit cooler, a high of 90 degrees, but still warm and humid. And on Monday, this is where our chance of rain begin. Chance of rain Monday through Thursday, highs in the mid-80s next week. Well, in the news, on this Friday morning, well, more severe weather rolled across central Iowa this past week, bringing large hail and high winds that damaged countless vehicles vehicles and homes. Now, a spokesperson for the Better Business Bureau is warning homeowners about storm chasers who try to take advantage of those who have been impacted by natural disasters. A spokesperson for the BBB also says, quote, resist high-pressure sales tactics, and if you have storm damage, it's a good idea to get at least three estimates for comparison. Uh, they also urge you to contact your insurance company, ask, you, ask uh, about your policy coverage and specific filing requirements. BBB recommends you do research online at BBB.org to find out a company or to find a company that is reputable before you sign anything. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, the Dowling baseball and softball seasons have come to an end. The Maroons were knocked out by the COVID-19 as they tested positive and they knocked them out of the uh, postseason. I want to thank Joe Stacy for broadcasting Dowling baseball and softball once again right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, some patchy fog in the area, 70 degrees, with a southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. Today it will be partly sunny, hot and humid, a high of 90 degrees, but that feels like temperature will be uh, up at 100 degrees with south winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your 
Friday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and Jimmy has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Business as usual on 235. No delays to pass along. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint had a special charism for caring for the sick in the body, but more importantly, in the soul. St. Francis Solano today. He was born in southern Spain and was named for St. Francis of Assisi, whose intercession had helped his mother in childbirth. Inspired by his namesake, Francis joined the Franciscans. A large outbreak of illness hit southern Spain, and Francis worked hard to care for the sick. His efforts won him so much fame among the people that he was embarrassed and asked to be transferred to Africa. Instead, the Franciscans sent him to South America. He traveled much of Argentina, Bolivia, and Paraguay, and quickly learned the local languages. He continued to care for the sick, often playing his violin during his visits. The people loved it. After a decade, Francis was called to Lima, Peru. Uh, Lima was capital, Lima, Lima, capital of the Spanish holdings in South America. So Francis found himself among both Spaniards and native South Americans. He fought against oppression to the native peoples and urged the Spanish to return to the integrity of their baptism. Francis died in 1610. He was canonized in 1726. We ask today, St. Francis Solano, to pray for us. Amen. Thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day. Experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 515-224-1776-224-1776. When we come back, we're going to talk to Son Tadier on St. Jose Maria Escriva, saint for our time in the ordinary. And again, nothing's ordinary in these times right now. But I think most people, especially Catholics, think, well, I'm just an ordinary Catholic. And why that's not necessarily a bad thing. We can still be saints. Solm Tadier coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Friday, July 17th. I want to thank Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran-owned family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services. Paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, more. 493-1060, passionate about the work and service they provide. FiveSonsNaturescapes.com. That's FiveSonsNaturescapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. All diocesan staff of the Catholic Pastoral Center will be furloughed July 11th through the 24th as a measure of good stewardship of financial resources during the pandemic. Staff will not be working remotely, receiving or responding to emails, or answering phone calls or voicemails during this time. We thank you for your understanding while we are unavailable and also for your patience when we return to work on July 27th. Churches are still having their masses. We encourage you to check out their website to see mass times and register in advance. 
That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro-Collins. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Here we are. Stay cool out there this weekend, friends, especially today and tomorrow. Stay cool out there. Going to be hot. Let's go to our last guest of the day, National Catholic Register's Europe correspondent, originally from France, currently based in Rome, Soln Tadier joins me. Hi, Soln. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Uh, France to Rome. How'd you get there? Well, uh, I've been living in Rome for almost a decade now. <laughs> I've been a Catholic journalist for a while. I've been working also for the Vatican, so I uh, I have my experience in Rome and I'm enjoying my life there. That's it's awesome. very easy to be a Catholic here. <laughs> I, I bet it is. What's your favorite part of Rome? Oh, there are so many. I, I live around the Vatican, actually, and it is such a lovely place. <laughs> Awesome. That's that's a uh, <laughs> that's a treat to be right around the Vatican. There, uh, I really enjoyed your piece on Saint Jose Maria Scriva, which is why I I said to my showrunner, I said we got to get her on because I, I thought, especially in the times we're living in today, and I want to talk to you about that mm-hmm. because th- these aren't ordinary times that we're living in. But I think most people still think they're ordinary, ordinary Catholics. Uh, you know, nothing special about me. And you say Saint Jose Mar- uh, Maria Scriva might be the one we should all look to here. He's called the Saint of the Ordinary. Why? Actually, it is uh, St. John Paul II that called him that. Uh, St. John Paul II who canonized him in the 2002 uh, because St. Jose Maria Escriva was uh, actually convinced that God could be found in every situation. And in this sense, he, he taught people how to seek him everywhere. I mean, while working, eating, praying, sleeping, and so on. Uh, so uh, St. Jose Maria once said that exalting God in the simplicity of life uh, amounts to uh, acknowledge his uh, invisible presence in the most visible and material things, which is very strong. So more concretely, he called the the faithful to seek holiness in the middle of the world, uh, which gave great value to everyday life. 
I spoke with the with the new vicar of Opus Dei uh, in Canada, Monseigneur Antoine de Rochebrun, and he told me something very profound. He told me that in Saint Jose Maria's view, uh, a Christian does not fulfill his vocation more uh, by taking commitments within the church, like becoming a priest or something like that, but by ordinary activities. So it's not necessary to stop being what we are to become a saint, which is something very new. Any person, wherever he is or whatever he does, uh, is called to give up his life to God. It's uh, it's, it's uh, very impressive. So the simple fact to seek holiness, um, the simple fact to, to, to love our neighbors through simple actions makes us rise towards what uh, St. Jose Maria called the, the third dimension of life, uh, the dimension, according to him, that gives uh, volume, perspective, uh, meaning to any existence, even the most uh, uh, down to earth, like he said. So uh, he, he recalled in in uh, that sense the the metaphor of the fact that the spiritual treasure uh, that uh, every Christian has uh, in his hands uh, is it, like a metaphor of uh, King uh, King Midas, uh, because one must turn everything one touches into gold. And this is what he wanted to say uh, so badly. And it's so inspiring for us Christians today. <laughs> I believe so. You know, uh, in, in reading the life of St. Jose Maria Escriva as well, this is something I found that he was so passionate about. And it's like, you know, you, you think, how do you get passionate about the ordinary? But he was so passionate about living holiness in the everyday, in the ordinary. There was so much zeal in him. That, that yes. you know, this this is what got him out of bed in the morning. It wasn't just doing these great works. It was just, what am I going to do today? And how am I going to bring Jesus there? Absolutely. And he would say something very strong. Uh, uh, there is a quote from him I really like when he said, uh, take no notice. Madness has always been the, the term that prudent people apply to God's words. Hmm. God's works and uh, forward without fear, and it, it was something that was very representative of what he, he used to, to, to be and uh, his mission of life. And uh, it's uh, it's so inspiring for uh, all of us today that are trying to to seek holiness through our professional life. It is what I do, and so many it is why uh, it is what so many Christians are doing right now. Mm-hmm. You say his uh, mission was prophetic and prophetic in a way, and. Um, you know, anticipating really the work of Vatican too. Yes, because um, let's say that uh, first of all, what made his uh, apostolate so prophetic, let's say that, was, was the fact that uh, he gave an unprecedented space to the lay within the church. Uh, I would recall that uh, Opus Dei uh, was created with the aim to uh, induce all Christians to seek holiness, mostly within the framework of their family and professional life, like I've just said. And the lay make about uh, 98% of the membership today, which is very significant. Uh, it was totally new at that time. And, uh, and yes, this topic was then central to the dis- discussions and work of Vatican II. We can see that now, the, the role of, of the lay. Uh, and to this uh, extent, I would mention another uh, prophetic aspect of his mission. Uh, that is the, the, the role he gave to women uh, who actually make half of the membership today. Although he initially didn't want to <laughs> include them within the work, but uh, a few years later, after a Mass, uh, he received a, a kind of divine intuition. Uh, this intuition made him understand that Opus Dei's mission was for women 
as much as for men. And uh, he had this very, let's say, revolutionary intuition that women would be brought to evolve uh, within the society and to sanctify themselves uh, in the professional fields, every professional field, without, of course, losing their specific genius. And he really insisted on that. Uh, and so this intuition induced him to actively promote their presence everywhere, and especially to, through um, education at the time when many women couldn't access at university. So it was totally new, totally revolutionary. Today, it, it, it looks so normal, but at that time, uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, it was totally new. Uh, and then I would mention perhaps his, uh, his vision of holiness next door, which is also um, new in the sense that it's for absolutely everyone, uh, not just a few elected religious figures, a few uh, saints, very uh, difficult uh, models that are difficult to reach, and uh, and and you know it can be fine in every aspect of the of life, and and it can be fine today in Pope Francis uh, uh, Gaudete Exultate. And in this sense, his mission was definitely prophetic. How many languages do you speak? Uh, actually, uh, three. <laughs> I was going to say three, three or four. Your Italian is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> just the way, and of course, Fre- uh, French and then uh, in English. Uh, that was just a side note. No God without joy was a part of this that you talked about as well in St. Jose Maria Escriva. The, yes. the, this mission that he was on was one of pure joy. It, it was happiness for him. I mean, it was everything. This is, I mean, even pictures that you see of him, he was always smiling. Yes, and uh, he used to say something beautiful that uh, any Christian that lacks joy has a problem within his relationship with God. And every Christian that lacks joy must wonder what is the problem, what's going on, because there is definitely a, a problem that should be found, found out. So according to all those who knew St. Jose Maria, and according to the various videos of him, he was inhabited by a profound natural joy, the, the joy of a man that totally abandoned himself to God's will. And uh, and yes, of course, one could ask what is his secret and uh, among his main secrets for um, to strengthen his faith uh, was the fact that, for, in the, for example, uh, as uh, Monsignor Louis Clavel, uh, the former rector of the University of the Holy Cross in Rome, and that used to live with him in, in Rome as well, St. Jose Maria used to carry a crucifix with him uh, in his task every day, uh, and he used to kiss uh, the crucifix many times during the day, offering all of his actions to Christ. Uh, he placed it on, on his desk while working, under his pillow, while sleeping, and so on, to stay in contact with the Trinity, and it is perhaps something that we don't think about, but it's so meaningful. So that was the root of his intrinsic joy. And of course, there was this relationship he had uh, with the Virgin Mary. Monsignor Clavel recalled that uh, he loved her immensely and maintained a, a permanent uh, connection with her. When he entered his office in the morning, the first thing he used to do was to look at her portrait and do the same, the, the same thing when, when leaving. So uh, obviously, I would say that uh, it was the, the perfect receipt for a very strong faith, a, a faith that uh, uh, enabled him to pursue his incredible uh, mission on earth. Well, your work was just awesome on St. Jose Maria Escriva. Um, do you have any books or anything I can promote? Uh, sorry? Do you have any books or anything I can promote? Oh, there are so Website. many books. Uh, 
No, no, I'm talking uh, about there, there, anything you've written. Uh, ah, but, but no, no, I just, I mean, I've, I've written uh, a, a translation of a book by uh, uh, Father, Father Robert Sirico uh, of the Acton Institute. I translated in French, I, I translated in French uh, his book, uh, uh, Defending the Free Market, because it is a, a very, uh, it's a topic that makes a lot of debates in France, and so I found it very interesting, but I haven't uh, written any uh, proper book right now, but it, 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 it shall be done perhaps in the coming years. Good. Well, you're a great writer, Soln Tadier. Thank you so much for coming on, and thanks for this great work on St. Jose Maria Escriva. God bless you. Thank you for having me. All right. God bless you. That puts this show in the books, friends. Thanks so much for joining me today here on this Friday. Oh, yes. Launch into the weekend. Good stuff. We can be saints. No matter who you are, you may think, well, I'm just ordinary. Now, the Lord wants to make us extraordinary. Holy Spirit, come upon us today. Mother Mary, pray for us. Guardian angels and saints, protect us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva, pray for us. Amen. I'm John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more than John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.